This podcast is part of a series of public talks given by Swami Mukti Bodhananda during her visit to Vancouver, Canada in 2016. Swami Mukti Bodhananda, a direct disciple of Paramhansa Swami Satyananda Sarasvati, is a Yogacharya, living master of yoga. Her passion and work is facilitating people worldwide in the process of yoga. For more information, you can visit her website at muktibodaretreatscanada.com. Muladhar, I suggested yesterday, if you're feeling challenged to locate where it is, go to the tailbone, the coccyx, but actually, to be more specific, it's in the male body in the middle of the perineal floor, and in the female body, it's deeper inside the body, it's actually at the back of the cervix. So because Muladhara and Swadhisthan are very close together, sometimes we can misinterpret in our own bodies which chakra we're feeling. In the male body, they're further apart. Muladhar and Swadhisthan are physically further apart. But remembering they're swirling masses of energy. And so we might be actually feeling the other chakra. We're using our physical body to locate the chakra. And as we become more sensitive to that feeling... You might be visual, you might actually see it energetically, you might see a colour. So then you differentiate more easily. But to feel it physiologically, we do bandhas and mudras. So as we practice the bandhas and mudras, then we realise, oh yes, this is where that is and that is where this is. So Swadhisthan is actually in the sacrum and if we go to the mid-pubic bone point, this is the energy field outwards, but it can help us actually locate the chakra at the sacrum. Manipura. Manipur might be felt at the navel area, that might be a bit high for you or it might be a bit low for you. But it gives us a physical reference to feel through to the spine. So it's somewhere towards the end of the thoracic spine. In fact, it's somewhere uh, towards where the, the psoas muscles emanate out. And uh, I'm big on the psoas muscles. You might be too as teachers. So this, is, this gives you an idea of where the Manipur chakra uh, is located. And then as you go up towards the anahat, the sternum is a reference point. You feel back towards the centre of the shoulder blades. At Vishuddhi, Adam's apple area, going back towards the centre of the neck. And in our salute to the moon, Chandra Namaskara, we were actually locating either the energy fields of the chakra or the chakra itself. Agnya chakras, top of the brain stem. So you see where the spine finishes. It's a little bit above that. And the energy field is actually mid-eyebrow centre. So the tradition in India is to wear kumkum, sindur, the 
the property of Sindur is actually um, it's mercury. Yeah, the original, which is a poison. We know that. But what that did was to stimulate that point. We call it third eye, eye of intuition. And this is the energy field of the Agnya Chakra. The Agnya Chakra is exactly that, the commanding centre. And the light, the universal energy, consciousness and light is shining in through the Sahasrara, the crown centre. And as it shines in, it is where we're heading towards with our Kriyas to experience that expansive state. We're moving from our Muladhara upwards, our consciousness, individual consciousness, is moving up towards that point. So there's something that happens between Bindu and Agnya. I think of it as, you might have done it in science, where you have a prism and you shine white light through it. Did you do that in science at school? And you see the spectrum of colour. So what happens is that light and energy and consciousness shines through and Bindu is the point of creation. It's not actually the prism. It's just the point of creation where that expansive experience is funneled. It's funneled and it shines through or it's funneled or it's reflected from however you want to interpret it through the prism of Agnya and this is where you get your chakra system. Up the top, that is the Sahasrara and the Bindu is when you take your fingers back right to the back of the head, again it's hard, and you come back up to that soft point where the Hare Krishna men wear a tuft of hair that's your bindu and when you gently press it it's sensitive yeah so that is the bindu point of creation so the top of the spine the brain stem is the brain stem is muladhara and the agnya is just above it now people say oh it's the pineal gland pineal however you pronounce it other people say oh it's pituitary these days we know so much more about the hypothalamus. It's actually more related to the hypothalamus. Yeah. We know so much more about the body these days and this is the beauty of yoga coming to the West. Yeah. We, we can really hone in on our asana and know the muscles and perfect the asana. And we can come to deeper understanding of the chakras by understanding the physical body but knowing that the chakra is not the physical body. So if you have part of your body removed, that chakra is not removed. The part of the body relating to that chakra. You know, if you, if you were a woman and had a hysterectomy, you haven't lost the, the Swadhisthan chakra. Or if you had to have your thyroid removed, you haven't lost the Vishuddhi chakra. The chakra is still there. So this is important to understand that the energetic body is not the physical body. So what happens is that cosmic consciousness 
filters through and we have our chakra system, we are consciously moving the energy and consciousness up the other way. So the process of involution is the divine coming into the body. The process of the evolution is the animal and the human ascending. So yesterday we took our breath up through the ascending pathway. So this is our process of evolution and we're going through the process of involution on the exhalation going down. And this is the cycle that we keep the breath moving through. So at one stage of the Kriyas we name the energy centres, the kshetrams and the chakras and at another stage we're just aware of it without naming it. So we went through that process yesterday. And so what happens is you become acutely aware then through the Kriyas of that process, evolution, involution, and you start to see it out in the world. And this is what everyone's doing. Whether they're, they're evolved or unevolved, evolved in the sense of they're conscious of themselves and life and being proactive or unconscious and being... Um, the word I want to use. I keep thinking of demolition, <laughs> pulling a building down and it's being demolished. So you, you demolish yourselves through certain ways of living. Yeah, and I'm staying with Lama Padma and I see that demolition outside the window, not just in buildings but in people. And that's one process. And, and it's until you've hit lower than muladhar in some cases that you realise... I'm out of here. I'm on my way up. But sometimes we don't go down far enough for that evolution to start again. You get my point? Yeah. So there are chakras below muladhar. And as I said, muladhar is the beginning of human evolution. It is the pinnacle of the animal world. So you have the mineral and the insects and the animals, the sea creatures, land creatures, all the way up. And then we are bordering from the animal through the human to the divine. And I keep saying that about the brain, the brain stem, the animal, the reptilian brain, mammalian brain, emotional brain, neocortex, human to divine. And in our careers we're working through that brain and we're connecting everything. In life, we become disconnected. Our brain becomes disconnected. Fight, flight, freeze, procreate, and a few other things there. Fear. Yeah. <laughs> well, eating is part of survival too, isn't it? So these are the basic instincts. So in the Kriyas, we repeat the names of the centres and the chakras and what that does is it triggers all the information in those centres. We don't need to know what the information is. Just like I said with Durga, you don't need to know the information of what, this, what the sound means. You just repeat it and that information is released within you gradually. As you say the names of the chakras, the information is released. Because what you're doing is you are consciously... Stepping out of 
that behaviour of blaming, rescuing and being the victim. You're stepping out into being proactive in your evolution. So all you need to do is name the centres and whatever information is there will present itself to you at another time in your day-to-day living. It might be in a dream. It might be in your waking state. But sometimes it, re- sometime it will reveal itself. Thank you for listening. For more information about Swami Mukti Bodhananda, visit MuktiBodhaRetreatsCanada.com Mukti, M-U-K-T-I, Bodha, B-O-D-H-A, Retreats Canada, all one word, dot com.